Thank you guys for tuning back into the No Fire podcast for episode number five. We're happy to be here, happy that you're here, and uh, let's go ahead and just jump right on into it. <laughs> Waste no time here. Um, so there's definitely a couple topics that I want to touch on, and I went into extreme detail this week with a couple things. So we'll touch on that later, but first, we had some recent happenings, so we'll go ahead and touch on that first if you want to tell your little story about what happened uh <laughs> just a couple hours ago well um i had to run to um lowe's well i went to lowe's first and then i went to home depot mm-hmm. at home depot i was just grabbing some perlite for propagating you know minding my business in <laughs> the plant section and a older gentleman walks up to me and my back is to him and he says are you italian mm-hmm. And I look over and I just shake my head no, look back at what I'm looking at, turn my back to him. Then he goes, Spanish? And I nod, yes. And he's like, well, what kind of Spanish? There's all types of Spanish. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm Spanish, Puerto Rican, Portuguese. Those are the majority of the three. And the man just goes on a rant um, about asking me if I model telling me how he saw me when he walked into the plant store and how he couldn't he couldn't help but to walk over to say something to me because he thought I was so beautiful how he sees the Portuguese in me and so on and so forth and I'm just you know very uncomfortable not because he was like creepy or anything just because I don't like I don't know oh you're just minding your business and some random person walks up to you and starts asking you questions it's a little yeah weird it's just it's weird and like i like not that i don't like talking to strangers because like i don't mind talking to strangers i do that every single day it's more of like the context and what he was like talking to me about Mm -hmm. and how beautiful i was and then he goes into this rant about um he asked me if i modeled and when i said no he said that i was depriving the world of beautiful art and like i'm obviously like trying to like like respect the dude but at the same time like are you really respecting me then he's telling me how you know recently he's retired and he starts that he never had a a cell phone before but that he recently got a phone and how he was like trying to learn how to navigate social media mind you i'm still in the plant aisle having this conversation with this man Mm -hmm. and um he tells me how he was like trying to figure out social media he's like you know these girls are onto something on there you know they take photos of themselves and you have to like pay to like watch them and the way he's like explaining it like that comment right there is like suspect right and he's telling me oh i i don't i don't know what i'm doing it's not it's not like i know what i'm doing yeah okay and he was and i said are you talking about instagram knowing damn well he's talking about only fans and he's like Mm -hmm. yeah that's the one that's the one saying that it was instagram yeah and um he was saying he's like explaining to me like what He's never seen, but what he's t- was told was on social media, <laughs> and he's explaining to this this to me in a you have to pay for it form mm-hmm. again, making me feel like it's OnlyFans. Yeah, and uh, the man like proceeds to ask me if I had any content that he could like. He didn't say the word content. He was asking me if if I was into that. If I like sold myself basically like on the internet, which is such a strange thing for someone to ask you, and like. Yeah. I was saying, I was like, uh, no, I was like, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a, like, I didn't t- explain this to him, obviously, but I'm obviously not against it. But I was just telling him, I was like, oh, I'm just too shy of a person. I, you know, I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And he is just 
giving me all the reasons, telling me that that's even more of a reason to do it, that it's it's more like wanted or like looked upon or whatever he said. And I'm just sitting there like, is this real life right now? The man said, I want to give you my information. And that way, if you ever sell anything, I will subscribe to it. And he's going like this. I will subscribe to it. And I'm like, thank you, sir. Yeah, that's just too much. It was it was a lot. And then he was walking away and asked for your name. And and uh, my name is always a topic of conversation when people yeah. like, you know, want to introduce myself. And he's like, oh, Sapphire, even your name's beautiful. And I'm like, thank you. And I like ran into him again on my way out after checkout. And he's like, bye, Sapphire. I'm like, bye, John. John was his name because he obviously told me his name. <laughs> yeah. It's just what a creepy interaction and just so... I don't like talking to random people. Yeah. And I know you feel the same way about some random stranger approaching you. It'd be one thing if he was just trying to figure out like, oh, could you show me how to use this part on my phone type of thing? Mm-hmm. Like innocent old man type thing. Or that even... was not innocent at all. What he was, he was trying to basically ask you if you had a subscription service yeah. so he could creep he, on you. He obviously like now bit, like bit, bits and pieces come back to me. He at asked me if I was into Pilates because he said my body was so nice as this like man who is shorter than I am this tiny little man is like looking me up and down and I'm like this is like so uncomfortable and he's like I'm not trying to be he said I'm not trying to sound like a like a creep or I'm not trying to sound like a weird old man or something like that I'm like yeah here we are you're asking if I do Pilates (laughs) you're there bud I just don't understand why men feel whether it's the need or like just the the ability to even say anything about like a women's like figure in general it's just not something you say yeah i mean that's what i think obviously but like i've never i've had obviously like i've had some you know weird shit said to me in the past but like Mm -hmm. this was like completely different level like this man is like give me your business card and i will buy you type shit and i'm looking at him like Sir, you are barking up the wrong motherfucking tree. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's strange. It was so strange. Weird. I literally text you immediately as I turn away from him, and I'm like, I got a good story for you. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, what an awkward thing to deal with. I'm sorry you had to <laughs> undergo that. And I always go to the plant department. I never meet creepy men like that. I guess he was just strolling through that area and just happened to see you. You tickled his fancy in one way or another. Yeah, I mean... Are you Italian? Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, okay, you want to ask me my nationality? Fine. Like, people ask me my nationality all the time. I don't even... I don't know. Maybe I'm just anti-social in that way, but... I don't ever ask people their nationality. Ever, ever. I think it's just a way of people to, like, open up conversation. Yeah, well, I don't do that with random strangers. Well, so. people do that to me all the time. And I like, I try to be nice, obviously. But like, you know, I'm in my own world. I got a lot of things going on in this noggin of mine. Yeah. The last thing I'm thinking about is if somebody's checking me out where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just. Well, it's one thing to like compliment somebody's like outfit or like a purse, glasses, tattoos, stuff like that. But he complimented my face, my body, my tattoos. And I'm like, thank you. He was yeah. like, you know, this is art talking about my body. This is art and you're depriving the ro- depriving the world of it. And I'm like, sir, I'm not like this 
like diamond you found on the side of the road like i'm just a woman minding her business in the plant section looking for some looking for some perlite to go propagate her plants yeah that's it <laughs> uh, yeah good old old men just feeling pretty brazen out there yeah well on that topic of uh buying things and uh weird old men relationship type stuff we can go ahead and jump into the relationship corner <laughs> Uh, so th- this relationship corner is going to be kind of open-ended for a little bit of discussion and interpretation, but this week I wanted to talk about money hmm. because obviously money in a relationship can cause issues and I think we can share some tips on how we do our finances and maybe talk about some scenarios that wouldn't necessarily relate to us and give some insight on that as well. Okay. Um, so the first thing I was thinking of, say money does cause a issue in a relationship, whether one person is paying for more stuff and the other maybe isn't paying for enough and they feel like it's a unequal balance. I think there's a lot of different things that kind of go into that though so if one person's making more money than the other person or if one person is kind of like a stay-at-home parent or something like that all that is obviously going to be balanced into the equation but if you're in a scenario where both people are making a similar amount of money mm-hmm. and one person is spending significantly more mm-hmm. in the relationship mm-hmm. i think that would definitely cause issues yeah probably i think one way to remedy that if you are on a similar like field of money is to split everything 50 50 yeah literally everything just yeah, split it do all like bill by bill yeah total the bills half it total the rent half it however you want to do it yeah split split meals split the grocery bill split rent mortgage whatever it is yeah i mean i hope if you have a mortgage with another person that you've gotten this figured out by then but hey you never know you never know and you don't judge well one thing that we do is we have a joint account that our rent comes out of which is obviously our biggest bill Mm -hmm. and then we pretty much split everything else yeah we have a couple bills that we pay separately but they're of a similar amount and then you pay for your stuff and i pay for my stuff that way everything is kind of 50 50 yeah I mean, when we go grocery shopping, we split that. Yeah. Just that's the easier way, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Because then, I mean, you don't want to have like. You don't want to harbor like resentment towards your partner because of something like that. Like, obviously, like finances are a big part of any relationship, especially if you like live together and have shared bills. So. I mean, that's definitely something to talk about. So I want to kind of pose a question with the whole money scenario. Say it's early on in the relationship, but you've moved in together. Mm -hmm. And let's say in this example, I'll just put a specific amount on it so it's easy to understand. The woman makes $100,000 and the guy makes Mm $50,000. Do you think they should still split everything 50-50? I think that that's going to be obviously decided between them i mean if they're both comfortable with that and that's okay financially for the both of them 
I don't see, you know, that being an issue. But if it's going to cause more of a strain on one partner, if they're making less money, mm-hmm. then maybe that's something that they could like reevaluate and be like, hey, I can cover you know, two thirds of the rent or I can do, you know, I'll cover the utilities or however you work it out. So it's like not strenuous on the other partner. Yeah. I mean, obviously every situation is going to be different, specifically the scenario that I'm talking about where the woman makes double what the guy makes. I still think, especially early on in the relationship, you should split everything 50 50 like obviously keep your own bills separate if you can like car insurance car payment phone all that stuff but split and rent 50 50 split your utilities 50 50 stuff like that because you're both coming into the relationship with stuff and it's not fair for one partner to take over payments of something because of the other person's whether it's their inability to hold a job down and eventually make more money or whether they have debt whatever the case is I don't think that should weigh down on the other person. Once you're deeper into the relationship and you're thinking about marriage, then it's time to really think about the finances and start to think, okay, what can we do to eliminate this debt or get you a better paying job or whatever the case may be. Then you can really get into the nuances of it. But I think especially in early relationships, everything should just be split 50-50 yeah. because that's going to eliminate any arguments or anything like that yeah the other person makes more money but they got in that position somehow there's a reason they make that much money yeah you're right and there's a reason you make how much you make so i felt like that was kind of when i was thinking about it that way like it was kind of harsh to think of it that way yeah harsh or not like i just think that's the reality of it yeah because otherwise it's going to cause more issues because then that woman is going to become resentful of paying the bills and taking care of this other person when they shouldn't have to. Yeah. It's not their responsibility. Yeah, they didn't have a child. They got a partner. Yeah, exactly. So in scenarios like that, I think that works out. And I think early on in the relationship, it's really important to be honest about your finances. Like if you have debt looming over your head, let your partner know you did yeah and you can get it figured out you literally crushed your debt like you got it over and done with and put it behind you yeah i mean it took a long time i know but you did what you had to do yeah not that you had like hundreds of thousand dollars in debt no it was just credit card debt yeah but credit card interest rates can go crazy and then you can get yourself in a hole where you're not able to pay it back and it can cause a real issue yeah. So it's important to keep those things under control, learn how to deal with them early on in your life, and then you won't have to deal with the consequences later on. You're right. And I think now we're in a good financial position as far as saving money, staying under the amount that we earn, mm-hmm. you know, debt to income ratio, all that good stuff. And we did a budget one time, but budgeting is kind of exhausting. I'm sure there's apps out there that make it super easy. But you just need to get a realistic idea of how much money you're going to consistently bring in every month and how much is going out. Figure how much you have to play with, make a plan, and then you're good to go. Yeah. Obviously, unforeseen expenses are always going to pop up, whether it's, you know, car repairs and stuff like that. That's why you have a little emergency fund set away. 
can use that money for it and then immediately build that back up as soon as you can. Yeah. Because it's important. You need a little rainy day fund constantly. Well, we know because we were out of work for three months this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically I was out of work for like five months, but that was my own doing. So but three of it was, you know, kind of not 100% my fault. Yeah, not your fault at all. <laughs> and one thing that I want to note is don't use money issues as ammunition during a fight either. We don't think we ever do that. No, I'm not saying that we do. I'm just saying you should never do that. No, yeah, that's terrible. Because that's just going to, you know, create animosity between you two and just cause more issues in the future. Yeah. But when you find a financial situation that works good for the both of you, then just stick with that and ride that out. Yeah. Yeah. You sometimes you got to readjust, reacclimate, take new things into expense, into expense, right? Into account. Is that what I meant? I don't know. Maybe. That's maybe that's what I meant. Take your expenses, your new expenses into account is what Mm -hmm. I was trying to say. Yeah, that's true. Because they're always changing, baby. So when I was thinking about what we should talk about for the relationship corner and I was thinking about money being a big issue among relationships, Mm -hmm. I started doing a little bit more research on money itself. I was thinking about like, oh, the economy is kind of weird right now. Price houses are really high. Are people making more money? That was kind of my thought process. So I started doing some more research and I stumbled upon the history of money. Mm. And in the beginning of all of, I, I read a couple different articles. I watched a couple videos. In all of them, it goes back to the barter system. Mm-hmm. So basically you're trading a good for another good. And all of them had lists. They were like spices and furs and you know foods of some sort all these different things on every single list for whatever reason skulls were on there like they were trading human skulls like oh i'm gonna give you this this head for you know like this cow's milk and in my head i'm like confused so i try to do more research i'm like okay there's got to be a reason human skulls had to be useful for something right i couldn't find anything I'm searching on Google and I'm getting no answers. And at this point, I'm just being confused. The only thing I could find online is that they were potentially being used as cups. I'm like, okay, how? And I guess maybe like bartering dates back to 6000 BC Mm -hmm. in the Mesopotamian like tribes. So obviously this is a really, really, really long time ago, but they had to have something else that was better to use for cups than a human skull. fucking leaf would be better for a damn cup yeah it's kind of gross right yeah and like because it's so far back in the day like how do they have any means to sanitize that to clean it to like they would that wasn't their thought process obviously that's what i'm saying so imagine how gross that would be to like use it to yeah so i'm looking for different information on skulls and i find one thing and i'm like oh this looks promising maybe this is what they this is why they had like some financial like hierarchy to them or whatever and it talks about skull tribes Mm -hmm. where they would like decorate them and they were talking about archaeologists like uncovering things and there's just all these skulls and they were decorated in weird ways so i'm thinking maybe they had some religious like ritual something going on where 
having a skull maybe in your dwelling was important to have to ward off maybe death or something like that. I have no idea, but I, I just thought it was interesting that all of the list on there, they would, you know, spices and furs and skulls, but they wouldn't detail, like, obviously spices and furs, you know what people are using that for, yeah. but human skulls is not something that you would think would be a powerful bartering piece. Yeah, no. And then it goes on to talk about uh, in the Great Depression, when people had absolutely no money, bartering came back. And I was thinking, if we had some sort of recession, do you think bartering would make a, a comeback in the world? Yeah. I, I think it could, too, because people spend a lot of money on random stuff that they don't need. Yeah. And if they really needed food, like really badly, bartering could come back. Yeah. I'll trade you this PS5 for five pounds of white rice. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what we would be trading, but... If it came to the point where, say, there's a civil war or a war where, you know, money's tight for everybody, things are happening in the world, I mean, it could. We could get set back, back to 6,000 BC. Yeah. Do some bartering. So the original search was for, like, relationship issues, and then I found money, and I did the history on uh, the history of money, but... All, all the while, while I'm looking at this, in the back of my head, I'm always curious about what the average income is for America. So I wrote a couple things down specifically about the average. So if you had to take a guess, what would you say the average income is for one person, average salary for a year? What would you say it is? Like current day? Current day, yeah. I'm going to say it's something ridiculous like 35000 So, very far off. According to the latest figures by the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, the average salary in the United States is $74,738 per year. That sounds ridiculously high, right? Yeah. That I don't think that that's true at all. So I had to do more digging, obviously. I wasn't just going to say, oh, yep, everybody makes 75 k a year, and that's how it is. That means that everybody's making over $6,000 a month. So even if you're living in an area that's kind of expensive, you should be able to pay for your rent in under two weeks. And within that, that second to third week, you should be able to cover the rest of your bills. So... Your income to debt ratio, unless you've done something really stupid, should be good. Mm -hmm. You should be able to basically pocket 30 to 40% of all your money, whether it's going into 401k, different assets, whether you're buying random stuff. You should have money to spend, even mm -hmm. if things are expensive. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that this is just a single person with no kids and no other responsibilities. Obviously, that's not the case for everybody. Mm -hmm. But the people that I see complaining online about not making enough money and having it hard in life are single people. They don't have any kids or responsibilities or anything. And they're, and they're not making 74K. It, they're definitely not making 74K. So like I said, I had to do a little bit more digging because it felt suspicious to me. It's like, that's a lot of money for the average person to be making. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, an average is taking the top earners, the lowest earners, and, you know, doing an average, what we learned in basic math. Mm -hmm. So I started to think, well, that, that doesn't add up. We don't want the top 1% averaged into, you know, the bottom 1%. We want a realistic idea of what normal people 
are making in America. Right. Not just the average, because the average is going to be thrown off by the trillionaires of America. So I found a couple lists, but it was incredibly hard, and I couldn't find it, the median income Mm -hmm. of a normal person in America. It's not available. But they had a list of the 50 states. They had averages and medians, so I wrote those down too. So the average salary by state, the number one state is Massachusetts. I didn't think it would be Massachusetts. For some reason, I was thinking New York or California. That's where Just because it's so expensive to live there. Or maybe like Oregon, Washington, something like that. Anyways, Massachusetts, average salary by state. The number one, $76,600 a year. That's just below the average of the entire United States. That doesn't make sense. That yeah. seems weird, right? That's strange. So I also wrote down the lowest in spot number 50, Mississippi, average 45,180 a year. So you're telling me that the average of the United States is just below the highest earning state? That doesn't make any sense. And not even close to being in the middle? There's a $30,000 discrepancy there. That's huge. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So I went on to look more for the median because the median is going to give us a more true representation of what people are actually making. And I found the median household income. I couldn't find just a single person. So the median household income by state, not by specifically the U.S., number one was Maryland with $90,203. That doesn't sound ridiculously high to me. That's the household income. So that's like a married couple yeah. in most cases. That's not that much money. Like, yeah, one person could be the breadwinner. The other one could be staying at home. But I think a lot of couples both work nowadays. So that's saying that each of them make 45 grand a year. That's that's not very much at all. Yeah. That's working a very mundane job and getting by. Yeah. That's not anything crazy. And then in spot 50 again was Mississippi, and it was 48,716. So it was actually a little bit higher than the average. I guess rich people don't live in Mississippi. I guess not. (laughs) So it said that the average U.S. person was making almost 75,000 a year. The median household income for the United States, 69,000. It should be way higher than that if the average person's making 75. Yeah. Well, the household income should be closer to uh, like a hundred grand or more. So the median household income is less than the average person making or the average person in America, which doesn't make any sense. So I think a lot of the statistics that are online about what normal people are making is very incorrect or not updated. Well, it said I was specifically looking for 2024 because I didn't want outdated information because so much has changed since covid yeah with i think it kind of like took a dip and went back up and with the price of everything you would hope that wages would come to meet them a little bit i mean obviously i don't think they're quite there yet but the information online just seems so so out of touch it's unrealistic it is unrealistic and i saw that middle class is considered 50,000 to 150,000 it's such a big gap. 
like somebody who's just getting by supporting a family on $50,000 and then you have somebody making 150 and they got their BMW in the driveway and no kids and they're considered the in the middle class as well. well I just think that's funny they don't have kids I guess that's why I mean I guess it's there's no real way to describe those discrepancies well if there's low middle and upper yeah so it is what it is I know there's a couple things you want to talk about my topic was about how like different we were brought up yeah like my parents were very young when they had me mm-hmm. my mom was 19 when she got pregnant with me 20 when she had me your mom was 35 when she had you somewhere around there yeah so i mean 15 year age gap and like you know our parents alone and my dad was if he's 55 now he was 24 when he had me yeah well she had me but you know what i mean um so i feel like we grew up very differently i also grew up with a lot of like half brothers and half sisters and like the way we grew up that was your brother that was your sister there was no half step full like yeah it didn't matter if like mom gave birth to you or if you were dad's kid from another you know mom it like it didn't matter those are my brothers those are my sisters right all the same and you know that you've you've met a good chunk of my family so you know how they how we roll but um like beyond that thinking about how like I don't think my parents were like obviously in the nicest way like emotionally mature enough to raise children I mean like there were kids themselves raising kids yeah I know how I was when I was that age so yeah yeah I could like I think about it all the time like how at my age now my mom had a 10 year old that's crazy I I I I just it, it's just seems so unrealistic to me which like kind of caters back to that topic we were talking about by like I know I'm 31 but like I don't feel like I'm 31 yeah and that's you know one of the things I compare it to but we also like grew up different in like how our parents were towards us mm-hmm. like my parents were very like tough love suck it up rub some dirt on it and move yeah. the fuck on and I feel like your parents were more like nurturing yeah I would definitely i don't know if nurturing is the right word but i that's the best way that i can think to put it yeah yeah i mean like your parents like my parents for example (laughs) i i can't really like speak for your parents because i didn't grow up with them but like my parents for example like had a countdown until we turned 18 yeah like when I said that to you, <laughs> when I said that to you the first time, I was like, did your parents ever have a countdown for you turning 18? You looked at me like I had seven heads. It just seems like such a foreign thing because of the way, not only the way that I was raised, but the way that I would think about like having children now. Yeah. It's like kicking them out when they're 18 is you're so unprepared for responsibility and life when you're 18 years old. You don't know anything. School yeah. has not prepared you for real life. No, 100%. Not even a little bit. I mean, like, with, like, how everything worked out for me, obviously, it panned out a little bit differently than anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like, I was out before 18 because yeah. my mom passed my senior year. And, you know, home wasn't the same anymore. I was thrown into the world and, like, 
I feel like that has also made me the person that I am today. And like how your parents were with you has also made you how you are like hundred percent. But I feel like the different upbringings kind of like teach, like help us teach each other. Like I am sometimes cold with how I say things and like my tone comes out like I'm kind of being an asshole and I'm, I'm really not. It's just, I just say it like how I think it. And like, it, I don't, it rolls off the tongue in a certain way. And like, you'll bring it to my attention when I'm, you know, saying something that kind of seems like I'm being an ass. Yeah. But I'm like, that's, I'm, I don't mean it that way. And it's just cause my, my family was so straightforward my entire life. Like it was, they had a, we used to say, we don't sugarcoat shit. Mm-hmm. Meaning we just say it how it is. And like, I'm not saying that's a bad way to be, but I am saying that like now as an adult, it does make like communicating with people. It makes it difficult. Yeah. Because like, I'm obviously not trying to hurt someone's feelings, but like in the same sense, like I don't really want to tiptoe around the point, you know, like it's just how things come out. And like, sometimes I catch my, like now I catch myself more Mm -hmm. because of being with somebody like you who, you know, you're, you're, you tell me like your words are coming off harsh or, you know, why are you being mean or why are you saying it like that? And it's like, oh, I, I totally didn't mean it that way. Like, that is just how it came out. Like, and I try to be more mindful of it. You try. I'm better. Oh, you're much better now. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little ways to go. Hey, we're getting there. No, I'm not going to. Listen, I'll never change who I am. I'm not telling you to change who you are. I yeah, if you're telling me I still got more work to do. Like when you're talking to a customer service rep on the phone, don't yell at them. I don't. (laughs) Who'd I yell at on the phone? (laughs) Sometimes you get a little frustrated on the phone. With who? Like our rental company. The last time you were talking to them on the phone. Uh, Well, um, excuse me, we almost had to pay way more in rent for no reason. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you have to be the squeaky wheel. Yeah, I was a squeaky wheel. That was my third, or th- third. <laughs> that was my third phone call to them after two emails and like five attempted fails at signing the lease. See, honestly, this is when this comes in. That's handy. my point. Yeah. So it's a good thing because I don't want to have to talk to somebody like that, or <laughs> I just won't. Well, and that's another thing is like I always was taught to stand up for myself, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's why, like, when I feel like I'm being attacked in a certain situation, that I feel like I have to like. Oh, I don't it ever out. feel like I'm being attacked. I yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> I was taking someone's, you know, put their order in, blah 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 blah, get their credit card information, and like, you know how often I work to go, you know how often I do this shift. The computer was saying payment failed. Doesn't mean the credit card is declined. That usually mm-hmm. means something's wrong with the way that we entered in the credit card number or the the um, expiration. Mm-hmm. When I go to explain to the person on the phone, I said, oh, you know, the card didn't decline, but it's not getting pushed through. I said, do you mind me giving me the numbers again? And she starts screaming the numbers. Four, four, seven. And I'm like, and I literally had to say, ma'am, you yelling at me is not going to make me understand the numbers any better than I already didn't understand them the first time. <laughs> Just like that. And she told me she didn't have time for me, nor did she have time for this shit. Like I had time for it in the middle of a holiday. Yeah. And put someone else on the phone. The person answers the phone and said, I'm sorry about that, honey. Where were we? <laughs> and I'm like, why is this nice man dealing with a crazy person like that? But you know what? I'm the crazy and you're the nice. So not to that extent though yeah all i asked was for your credit card number again and i was very nice about it i wasn't like uh ho your card got declined so you a broke bitch give me something else like that is not what i said (laughs) all i said was that it declined 
I mean that it that it didn't go through. Not even that. I don't even like using the word declined. Yeah. I hate going up to tables. I get worried sometimes. Because they're always like, well, it has money. I don't know why it didn't go through. I'm like, well, something's wrong. My favorite is when they pull up their banking statement and they're like, I have money on it. And I'm like, I. It doesn't matter. Your card's still not going through. So it doesn't matter what you have in that account. This that's connected to it, it don't work. (laughs) You can turn this piece of plastic into money. That doesn't help me. Yeah, go get some cash out another way that's not with this card because this card's not working yeah i'm always like oh i'm so sorry the system's having a hard time reading this card like i'd never say the word decline because i feel like it embarrasses them but it also makes me uncomfortable i say for whatever reason this card's not going through for me yeah see you don't use the word decline either because it's no. so harsh yeah see especially with when they're with somebody else <laughs> um you're broke your card didn't go through <laughs> give me another one <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of times people are traveling and if you go and spend your money somewhere that's not close to home, they'll freeze your account. That's true. So I think that happens pretty often. Or if your card information gets stolen and they freeze the account, that'll happen too. So there's a lot of different reasons your card will get declined. It doesn't mean that you don't have money. Yeah. Every time I go out of town, every time I go out of town to Jersey, mostly, I always, my card gets flagged every time I go. So if I forget to do the travel notice, I won't be able to use it. Yeah. I can call them and be like, hey, I'm here in Jersey and you guys aren't push- pushing my card through, but it's way less annoying if you just do it ahead of time yeah and we're florida we're like a travel destination people come here and Mm -hmm. how many times are you taking a credit card and their zip codes like oh nine one oh two that's probably a jersey one it's oh eight one oh two something like that all right what do you got for me so when i went to get my nails in today i was talking to my nail lady just about like random things and she has like a bunch of different reptiles okay (laughs) so it was making me think Mm-hmm. That I kind of want another reptile. Yeah. One specifically. Okay. And I'm thinking like the only thing I would really have to buy for it would be a new tank, which is obviously like probably the more expensive aspect of it. But I think I want another beardy. You want another bearded dragon? It's been a year since Rambo died. Mm-hmm. Backstory: Rambo I had for eight years, almost nine years. He died last Christmas. He was an old dragon. Yeah. And he was my boy. Do you want like the same kind of dragon? Do they have different types of bearded dragons? They have like different colored bearded dragons. He was like a traditional, I don't really know what it's called. Desert colored. Honestly, I was so young when I got him. I was what, 20 maybe? Yeah. So I like, you know, picked up some information along the way. But now being the type of person that I am, I feel like I would really like want to like make the habitat like perfect for it this time not that Mm -hmm. it wasn't good last time because it was good you just go over the top with it well yeah and i was thinking i could like put like live plants in there for it isn't that kind of expensive what building a terrarium i know joey goes over the top with her dragons and i feel like it's pretty expensive she only has one dragon i thought she had two no she has one dragon am i tripping she has cats I could have swore she had two dragons. No, she has the one dragon. But um, I was, well, I do like how her enclosure is. Like her enclosure is perfect. So mm-hmm. I would like something like that, like with the tile too, because it's really good for their nails to help like keep their nails short. Yeah. Um, Again, it's something I, I want to do more research on to like make sure that we're equipped for that. And then it's also like trying to figure out like where would I put the tank and whatnot. Right. But like, I just kind of want something. 
Yeah, we're not getting another dog or a cat. So. I don't want another, like, I do, but, like, I don't want that because that's, like, a more responsibility and, like, between making their food and buying their vitamins and doing all the things that we mm-hmm. already do for them. Like, another dog or cat would definitely be more expensive. So, um, that's what I'm thinking, reptile. Okay. I mean, if that's what you want to do, go for it. I, yeah. I need to get a mother of dragon tattoo. Mother of Dragon tattoo, yeah, like a Game of Thrones Steer- style yeah, yeah. tattoo, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because mother, I am Mother of Dragon. Even though my dragon is no longer here, I will always be Mother of Dragon. Daniel and Sarah got me a little dragon right after he passed. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with you doing that if that's what you want to do. I say go for it. But you're not gonna want to hold him if it's a, even a boy. That's another thing you don't know the gender usually. I. It's not that I don't think reptiles are cool. I do. I don't know. I'm just not that much of a hands-on person. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to touch babies and I don't want to touch reptiles. I'm still in like my beauty group. I like silenced the notifications after Rambo died because I was so like, yeah, I was just sad. I miss my boy. And like I kept saying, I'm never going to get another dragon. I'm not going to get another dragon. Like, Still have his tank in the garage, but that yeah. was more so because it was like hard to get rid of because it was it's big huge. and awkward. Yeah. But I don't know. I just maybe I'll get a fish or something in the meantime. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, maybe no, I don't no, want no, a fish. No, 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 no. If you're going to get a bearded dragon, just get a bearded dragon. Don't do a, a, a phase to get into the bearded dragon. But I would say definitely get all the equipment and everything beforehand. Yeah. So I don't have to buy anything last minute. Yeah. Agreed. Do some research. Figure out what you want to do. And then, uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I want something else. I don't know why you want something else either. We got more than enough on our plate. Maybe I have like, I don't know. I just, I want something. I don't know how to explain it. Like my brain needs something. It's like, it's not like I don't have nothing to take care of. I have, I need to do a tally of how many houseplants I have. Yeah, you talked about this on the third episode. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> remember. So remind me to do a tally of the plants after the, after this. Um, I have a lot, plenty of plants to take care of, but I almost f- just feel like I kind of want a pet, even though I was really destroyed when Rambo died. Well, maybe take a little bit of time to think about it. Make sure that it is something that you actually want. I know. But when I talked about it at the nail salon today, I just got so excited, like thinking about it. And I was like, ooh, maybe I can get one of like the fluorescent colored ones, like the bright colored ones. But then I was like, well, what if it's not going to be as cool as Rambo was? And then I get upset because I have like an expectation in my head of what Mm -hmm. I want the dragon to be like because of how my last dragon was. Well, you can never expect your new pets to be the same as the old pets. Yeah, I know. It's just go into it with no expectations. I can't do that. You know, I can't do that. Reptile brain. Oh, they're cute, though. Eat, sleep. Maybe I'll get a bearded dragon tattoo. Bearded dragon tattoo. What would that would it look like a realistic bearded dragon or Mm -hmm. would it be like like a silhouette? I like the panther. Yeah, but like not like just the face. Like I want the whole thing with his tail, the tail and all. Yeah, I've been thinking about the tattoos I want to get on my arm, and I have one piece planned for my shoulder, mm-hmm. one nice little sad girl there, mm-hmm. and then I want the the tree that Val drew on my forearm, mm-hmm. and I need at least a couple more pieces, and then I can do some like filler stuff, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about getting 
some type of wolf thing on the outside of my forearm. Hmm. Got to show you a TikTok then. <laughs> you got to show me a TikTok? What, that all men get the same tattoos type um, thing? Um, um, so it's kind of the clock, like... The the arrow... The, the tree, lion. The lion. <laughs> the trees. <laughs> well, the so the, let me explain the wolf thing. So the wolf thing is more, not only am I a huge Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. but I have a husky named Ghost mm-hmm. after a dire wolf from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could resemble her. Yeah. Be more a piece for a little annoying dog we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should get a portrait of her pretty face. I just think it would look goofy. I don't want color on my arm. You want all black and white? Yeah. I do feel like my black and white aged better. I want I want black and white all over my arm. I'll just keep the, the color on the legs, I guess. <laughs> it look kind of weird. Nah. I have black and white on one leg, color on the other leg, black and white on the arm. I'm everywhere. You're mixed. I got color on my back, and then the rest of it's all black and white. Which, speaking of tattoos, do you think Charlie would touch this up? Yeah, I'm sure he would have no problem doing that. I need to add my brother's name to it, too. Oh, yeah. Um. So some people don't want to get tattoos, or some people want to get tattoos, but just probably will never get them. Do you think it's because they're like scared of it or like scared of the permanent aspect of it what do you think holds people back from getting tattoos i think people think that they're going to regret them that's fair i think a lot of people do regret their tattoos see i can't really say that though like for me personally i personally feel like at one point in of your life mm-hmm. that was important to you or that pertained to you or that was a part of you or that was something you were enticed in. And like, mm-hmm. while that might not be something you like now or something, you know, that still has your interest, that's still a part of you, even if you're not in that phase anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. So it's like you that meant don't get me wrong. People get drunk tattoos and like that's yeah. another situation. Like you can totally regret that shit. You get a hot chili pepper on your ass and it looks like shit 10 years later like okay i can understand that but even like my big one on my back that was my first tattoo and Mm -hmm. like do i think it's the greatest no do i think that it could have been done better absolutely but like i don't regret it because at one point in time i love the shit out of that thing and every time i think about it i think about my mom taking me to get it yeah and since she's not here like and then ironically that tattoo has 17 stars in it mm-hmm. and 17 was how old I was when I lost my mom. And 17 is the date that both of my nephews were born on. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. You do have a number thing. I do have a number thing. Numbers are a thing for me. Numbers are definitely a thing for you. They're not for me. Numbers are just numbers to me. Your dad. They're a thing for your dad. They're a thing for my dad. Yeah, I know. Me and your dad connect on that. Yeah, I know. We talk about that almost every time I see him. Angel numbers are a thing. Like, I see 1126 every day. You guys like believing in things. If you don't have something to believe in, like... Yeah, how do you think I feel? But you've seen some things that I feel like you have, like, kind of changed your perspective on things. I feel like they momentarily did. You need some more soul-shaking things to happen to you? Maybe. Maybe that would help me believe a little bit more. 
I feel like I, I just, got more into it after like I lost my mom and like like little things would happen and I would know like that wouldn't have happened if she wasn't where she was yeah I just feel like I always rationalize things some way or another and maybe like I'll be like oh that's the proof I needed to make me feel this way or that way and then later on I'm just I don't know maybe I lose that faith or I just work it out in my head until I don't believe that thing honey you need to let me wrap you a good crystal to wear so you can channel all that channel all the frustration you have the frustration you got some kind of frustration oh there's definitely some frustration going on. <laughs> definitely something going on up in my head that's okay i think that's why mortality scares me so much it's because i don't have anything to believe in and that's scary yeah. it's scary to think that when you die things are just done and there's nothing else there for you and i think maybe for some people it's just okay that was your life and you're done with it but i don't want that to be it i always want there to be something else but even if you don't believe it there is yeah well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i want to believe but that's just where i'm at right now and i don't think there's anything wrong with being one way or the other but no that's just how my brain works fortunately or unfortunately I mean, our bodies are only alive for about so long, but our souls will always go on. Ooh, that was good. And that just came off the tip of my tongue. Do you keep your tattoos when you're just in soul form? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you get that's you're going to be at your highest self wherever you were at your best. When you go off into the afterlife, that's going to be what you're, you look like. You're at your peak. Like if you died in a car accident, you're not going to go to where you're going looking All like the car accident. Up. Yeah. Yeah. All illness is gone. All worry is gone. All fear is gone. Like you are going to look exactly like you want to. If you lived a long, happy life and you are an old man who lived and did everything he wanted to do and that's how you want to go where you want to go, that's how you're going up there. That's, that's a nice way to look at it. I like that. I feel like as life progresses, things will happen that'll change your mindset about things. I certainly hope that's the case. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't want that to be the Like, I, I want you to, like, have a faith and I want you to like mm -hmm. you know have comfort in knowing that there is something out there yeah but I don't want you to have to experience it the way that I had to yeah no I agree with that it's hard yeah but it's getting a little heavy yeah anyway <laughs> and on that note we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the <laughs> podcast here Thanks so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next Thursday. Uh, you can go ahead and watch this episode on YouTube. Every Thursday is when we drop the episode. And we are working on the streaming platforms for the audio version. I think I'm going to pull the trigger. And we're going to be streaming on Spotify as well. If you are a just an audio type of person, then uh, I think Spotify will be your best bet. It'll stream on a couple different platforms, but I think that'll be the biggest one. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Until then.